0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds.
1: I'm Kimber Lovett-Minkiti. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. Growing up, there were a lot of stereotypes that were really pervasive for girls and women, at least in Texas growing up. Um, And on one end, we kind of had like the golden girls that were like this middle-aged, like, group of women that were like fierce and determined and you had like the Mary Tyler Moore show we used to watch and like all these like really really strong women and there was like these whole other sets of shows that stereotyped girls and women as catty or backbiting or backstabbing and like really petty and like society tells us that relationships between girls or women are things not to be trusted, are things where there's lack of honesty and there's bullying and people hurt you or put you down. You know, and in middle school and in high school where there's a lot of emotions going on, and I'm, you know, I would be curious about your experiences too. I definitely had a lot of those experiences. And so kind of in middle school and high school, I swore off of close girl relationships. I moved to being like one of the guys. Me too. And um, was like, you know, I was a cheerleader, but I wasn't really like as close with all the cheerleaders as a lot of my other friends were because I, I didn't have a lot of trust. Um, and I chose things where they were very co-ed or even almost more male-dominated areas um, because I just felt safer in those groups and I, I didn't feel as vulnerable. But it also made me not as open, not as willing to share, not as um, transparent with some of the female relationships, um, all through my teens, twenties, probably into my mid thirties, um, because I just I, I didn't have a lot of trust built in that group, and it, it was me, right? Like it, it totally, you know, Taylor Swift, right? I, I I was the problem. It was me. I didn't have trust there, <laughs> but it, there there was something to be said about that. And fast forward to this experience of us building our circle and our um, you know relationships that we've built through. Um, founding Her Best Life and, and our kind of tribe that we have built, I have seen a completely different side of what having women in your life that are strong, that get you, that see you, that are vulnerable and transparent, like what that can do for you. Um, I you know I'd love to hear what your experiences were growing up and sort of where you're at now with relationships in your world with women, y'all.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sitting here while you're talking, say thinking about thinking about sort of my story. So I grew up as a pastor's daughter, so um, very involved, pastor's family, so in leadership, and part of um, pastors' families can be super pretty lonely uh, because you know you are leading your congregation, your community, um, and as a family, it can it can be sort of isolating, and uh, with that, I didn't my parents didn't have um many friends um in terms of what i saw and so but then i was um opinions around uh, our culture around um sort of around the world is this concept that girls tend to be catty and you mm-hmm, know uh, mm-hmm. lots of drama and things like that so i gave into that so i had quite the limiting belief around what we're talking about yeah. today yeah. um and until actually i joined um, my amazing tribe of females. Even coming into it the first time, mm-hmm, I, I automatically thought like, "Oh, here I go—a house with yes. eleven women." Yes, you know, I'm like, I remember uh, yeah. automatically <laughs> assuming that it was going to be awful. You know, because I had one girl, gr- really close girlfriend in high school through college, and that was it. Everyone yeah, else was, were guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I was into sports, and so yeah, it was. It has been quite the change for me, and really, it was my limiting belief around this topic Um, and so I'm passionate about it now. What about you Kimber?
2: Yeah, I love that, and I kind of had a different experience. You know, I had my mom had this really like tight, very tight, very small, but like fierce uh, circle of women that were just like they were our family and community. Where where we the town we were in was not where she grew up, and so she had kind of created this this community. And so I watched this kind of powerful sisterhood that like stood for each other. They had we had Sunday dinners together. Uh, We did our holidays a lot of times together, but I it was it was such a gift right as i as you're thinking about and just reflecting in you guys' conversation and so for me that sort of translated to like a really small, very tight circle, right? Like, so it was like one or same thing. Like I had one, two, like really, really close girlfriends. And that has kind of carried with me through a lot of my life. And so it was our circle. That was the first time where, it, and I, you know, I'm probably the one that took the longest to like sort of come outside really and actually be fully vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It took me, I won't, we won't talk <laughs> about how long that took. Um, <laughs> but I think it was that belief, right? That it was like, Sarah, you said it, right? That it could only be like one person that you could kind of trust with your whole self that would accept exactly who you were were um, and actually realizing like the strength and power for me, like it, I can, I can literally like these chapters of your life. And there's a chapter when I look at the beginning of our circle and the development of it, like I can look at like my life before our circle and my life after our circle and and, like completely different experience. I
1: love that. Well, for those of you listening with us today, um, I want you to visualize the scene with me for just a second, and then we're going to jump into the episode. I want you to visualize that you have been nominated for a Golden Globe Award. And you, yes, you, you, you are nominated for a Golden Globe. Just, you are there, just go with me. And you're sitting there and everyone is hearing all of the different names called out and everyone's cheering every time someone's name gets called out and they're listing off all the nominees. And all of a sudden, they pull out the envelope and they open it up. And it is your name that is called. Ah. It's your name. And everyone starts cheering. Everybody gets up. They're all excited for you. You're completely shocked because you didn't think you were going to get it. And what what actually happens is not only do you win, but there there is a woman sitting next to you that's also nominated for something different that didn't win her award. And the woman sitting next to you, not only is excited for you. They are so excited for you that half of the cameras celebrating your success actually can't tell if it is you or the person sitting next to you that won because they are so excited for you, uh, right? That's, say. That is what <laughs> happened with Michelle Yao and Jamie Lee Curtis, right? With, every, um, with their movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And that is what we are talking about today is what the power of having... A powerful hype woman or hype women in your world can do for your life. And so we're gonna jump into that today because we are such firm believers and have experienced this at such a high level that we're gonna, we're gonna work to convince you today, if you're not in this camp, that you can join us. <laughs> Yes. And overcome this living belief of what the power of incredible hype women in your life can do. And if you, if, this is a regardless of gender thing in your organization, you absolutely want to have hype women in your organization. And we're going to talk about the things that they
0: can do for you in your world. So let's dive on in. Yeah. So the first thing that can happen uh, when you have that, you have that hype women community, that hype woman is, you actually could live longer. I know that's sort of crazy, right? But yes, listen. So you're just giving me more years?
1: (laughs) Amazing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: There are multiple studies that actually have been done um, that when you have a supportive group of friends, um, especially females, you actually live longer. You actually live longer. Um, And so multiple studies have been done on this, one was Oncology Times published a study that found that you're four times more likely to die of cancer if you have a strong, to to not die of cancer, if you have a strong group of friends, strong group of friends. So if you think about it is you want to keep you know, I'm, I'm right now I'm watching my granddaddy um, and he's really lonely right now. Uh, my all passed away um, in yeah. the fall of last year. So this year's all of our first, right? We're, if you think about my daddy, pray for him because we're about to have Mother's Day, his first Mother's Day without his mama. Uh, and I, I'm thinking about him right now. He doesn't have that community. He doesn't have that group yeah. of friends. And that alone um, would keep him going. I know it mm-hmm. if he had uh, that community. Mm-hmm. And so um, you can live longer by having that um, very special group of of, of friendships, that su- friends that support you, um, that are there for you. So that's the first benefit yeah. of having hype women.
2: I'm just loving this. I love that we, like, have a list of all of, like, the... Proven
0: benefits. <laughs> Seriously. Right? <to having laughs> like women in your
2: life. I love it. So the second one is that women are better at receiving and giving multiple types of communication. I mean, like you can't, nothing better than the words from Beyonce. I love my husband, right? Jay-Z's amazing. But there's nothing like a conversation with a woman that understands you and you can grow so much from those conversations, right? We have an ability to have both verbal and nonverbal, right? We're more socially skilled a lot of times at reading people, spotting a little bit of nuance in behaviors and actions. It's kind of like what people are your, does your audio match your visual? I hear a lot, right? Like, or, mm, what are good. you saying actually matching how you're mm. showing up? Um, and by evolution, right? We're more interested in working to really maintain relationships and build those relationships, build community. I think it's actually interesting at this phase of our lives to be able to see, like, women come together and sort of build mm-hmm. that community. And a lot of times, and I think it's also where men, and it's why I love to say what you're saying, this is regardless of gender. Yeah. But, like, I-, I think men, especially in that 40s, middle age, fifties band really like look around and they're like, God, these, I mean, we hear it all the time. Where's, where's his best life, right? Mm -hmm. Because they watch how much it feeds us and how to like, how do you actually empower maybe the men in your life? If you already feel like you've got a fierce, um, hype woman, how do you actually help empower men in your life to also create this in their worlds too?
0: I, I think a big part of that with communication is like the, the ability for us to, um, have, like, feel the feelings of someone else. Um, women tend to do mm-hmm. that. I, I think about how many times as a circle we've gotten together, as a tribe we've gotten together, and one of you will, will pull me aside and saying, like, are you feeling this way? Like, based on the way you're showing up, is, is this your feeling you're having? And, like, diving into that, I think that's such a big part of communication that get doesn't get talked about enough. And I think when you surround yourself by more females, that community, um, you end up having that, which is so, so powerful.
2: Yeah. I think allowing the space Mm -hmm. for communication and feelings to like enter the space Mm -hmm. so that we can actually, like you're saying, Sarah, like wrestle with naming a feeling. Because sometimes somebody says that and you're like, no, that's not exactly it. And somebody, and you're like, Mm -hmm. yes, that's exactly what,
1: that's the feeling. Mm
2: -hmm. And really helping us create space for that. Mm
1: -hmm. I think too, something that's interesting with when you have a trusted relationship with women um, is that we go where, like I never went with my guy friends in conversation. Like there's a lot of things are not off limits because we see each other in a different space. And so we can have those conversations Mm -hmm. where like Nick will get together with his guy friends and they have the best time at their fantasy football draft. It's a different, that's a different get together, right? Mm -hmm. He has one-on-one relationships that are really, really close I think that fill him up and having had our big group together it's been really neat that we can go places with some of those really deep topics in communication um, that I don't think a lot of people always go. And it's not just business or it's not just personal. We've really been able to, to weave the two together, I think, in a really beautiful way, which is great. And that leads to number three, which is um, you know, hype women see things that others don't see. And because they care about you deeply, they're asking the questions from a care and candor perspectives to help you move forward instead of coming from a place of scarcity or a place of judgment. It's truly like, I'm asking this question because I care about you. Whatever you decide to do with it, that's your decision. But I'm asking because I genuinely care about your success. And I think about like Erica on our team is, she calls herself the black hat. We've been together 13 years, but she always sees things from a different perspective than I do. And I love it because she always makes me, it's always coming from the health of the organization or because she genuinely just loves you as a person is the reason why she's asking it, but she really makes you stop and think. And um, she's totally one of those people in my world that I just am always like, thank you for that. (laughs) I needed it. Um, And, you know, I think the other thing when they see things that others don't is they'll often hear you out and patiently let you get your piece out. But they're also more likely to ask for more information or context before they actually share their opinion with you to really make sure they understand your perspective or what you're needing help with solving. Because sometimes the question you're asking for help with or the problem you think you have is actually not the root of the problem at all. Um, And so having someone that's really willing to dig in with you is a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah, I think as entrepreneurs especially, right, like you can look up and you're spending all of your time with people that are paid to be around you. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the challenges in that is that you're not always going to get a perspective that might not— intentional or unintentionally come without that sort of lens, right? Either being fearful to tell you the truth or like having an interest in the outcome. And so I think that's where having a hype woman, especially in this example, like somebody who literally has zero interest in the situation there, but they care enough about you and they care enough about where you're going to ask you the hard questions and really stand for your greatness. And I think it's it's a question to ask yourself. If you look up at all of your close friends are on your payroll then you probably are missing that person that's going to be willing to do this for you.
0: So true, so true, Kimber. Yep, I I'm thinking about all of our my my relationships in our in our circle and our tribe and uh, and how many times uh, they have done that for me and how powerful that's been. So many of my life changing moments um, have been from of this item is they see things others don't, and they're willing to talk to me about it and 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 help and coming from a place of encouraging, not in a place of um, drama or gossip, but instead in a, in a heart of what's best for Sarah, her family as a human. Uh, and so it's just, it's been amazing uh, for me. Number four, number four, um, w- hype women tend to be fiercely loyal fiercely loyal. (laughs) Um, I was having a conversation with my very first expansion partner who's still with me today. So the very first place that we expanded to uh, was Richmond, Virginia, which is the state of Virginia, uh, the state, the capital (laughs) of Virginia. Mm -hmm. And um, we expanded in 2016. So it's been um, seven years uh, working together. And um, she said that one of her agents, one of our agents in Richmond asked her, this week about our relationship. And um, she said, I have one word to describe Sarah and I's relationship, and it's grace. Mm. And she said, we have been, had grace for one another that we realize, I know that Sarah's on a a journey in leadership. She's going to make mistakes, but I'm loyal to who she is. I'm loyal to who I'm loyal to the mission, the, the vision of Empower Home, but I I have grace because I see her as a human and I know she's on a journey and she's had the same grace for me. I've had to learn leadership. I've had to learn um, so many moments that she's coached me through. And it was such a beautiful, we both started crying in the conversation because it was such a, a beautiful moment and what a perfect word. Grace uh, pr- pr- brings loyalty. Typically, when you see someone as a human, that they're on a journey, right? And so many of our um, hype women are are that they're fiercely loyal. They're fiercely loyal. Uh, thousands of years of community building um, for women makes us innately want to build relationships and cohesion. So that's how we see it. That's what we're wanting. That's what females do. Um, I I can always tell when a when there's a company um, when a female is not at the in the room. Making mm-hmm. the highest level of decisions you can see it transcend the entire c- company um, and part of it is just the loyalty to the mission to the people to their people um, it's a beautiful beautiful um, attribute of hype women yes, I love that number five canleys
2: right from that, right? And this sort of loyalty to you and who you are and who you're becoming and that they see the best, and I would even say the potential Mm. in you, even when you don't, right? I think about our hot seats, which are really times when we're all together where we someone's in the middle and literally sometimes, right? <laughs> and being able to work through something. You know, I know for me, when I came into to the Dolls, I had sort of been playing in a safe space. Like I had been leading an amazing team in DC, right? Selling a lot of real estate, um, but had kind of hit a ceiling and didn't even know it. And so it was actually my move into sort of the C-suite executive world of Keller Williams that was about this this room of saying, well, why not you? Why not you? Like, why couldn't you do it? Why couldn't? And I'm like, well, I only lead a team now of like 20. I can't go lead a team of 5,000. And it was like, well, why not? And it was that power mm-hmm. of being able to like actually see greatness, see potential, see ability that maybe you've got a blind spot to or you just don't know that your leadership could elevate to that. So it's it has been such a gift to be able to have that, right? That people can push you. Women,
0: I think, right, pull you in that direction. I, I think so many times, you know, men tend to, to, there's a whole study around this, but men typically step into raise their hand for a p- position or yes. promotion yes. Um, before they're ready, but they believe that they're ready. They believe that they're ready. 100%. Women wait yeah. until the, they're ready and then they will do it. <laughs> and the power yeah. of having hype women is that exactly what Kimber's story is. Like a male would have just said, yeah, I'm ready. I don't care if I only lead 20 people. Like I'm I'm ready. I want, I deserve the promotion. I'm here put for it. Put me in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, put me in. Put me in. Um, whereas females, you need that group around you to to tell you, you are ready. Do it. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. And you have the heart for it. You have the skill set for it. And although you're going to learn along the way, like th- this, I mean, I think about how different Keller Williams would be if Kimber Mankiti wasn't part of it. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, can you imagine, so different. right? So different. And so it's like, thank goodness that our circle, our tribe said that, right? Because it gave her the belief that she could do it. Um, and I think so many women need this. Need that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. powerful.
2: But I think your word, Sarah, grace, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's also like they're giving you the grace that I, of course, I've had tons of failure in the role. I've I've learned so much. But it's like when I fall down, it's also the group that gives you the grace yeah. to give yourself and say, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah, that was hard. And that was probably like really tough. And you're going to get back up and you're going to get back in there tomorrow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's going to be okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're going to be okay because you're fabulous and you can do this. Whereas we do hard things. Sometimes we would quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had some times where I come to you guys. I'm like, I think I just want to quit. And You're like, no, that's not actually the answer today. <laughs> no.
2: And you can feel that feeling, but you you're feel also going to be back in there tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> tomorrow you
1: go back. Exactly. Like, okay, yeah. I can do it. Well, and, uh, I you can know, do it. What Sarah said is number six too, which is you're actually your pay and your position at work could increase. Research was conducted yes. by the Harvard Business Review that found that while both men and women do benefit from having a network of well-connected peers across different networks, women actually who have a close inner circle of females are more likely to land executive positions with greater authority and higher pay. Mm. Um, and while there was no link to the success or failure of men, I think that's what we were talking about earlier in that this is something men do beautifully, actually. Guys, we're, we're trying to emulate mm-hmm. you. Yeah, Very we natural. think you're amazing mm-hmm. at this. Yeah. Um, and as women, sometimes it takes a group of one. One, two, three, 11, <laughs> Saying you need to, you need to go for this because we believe in you and we know what your capabilities and your talents are, and you should do it. Um, and I just look at all of our, all of our growth, and all honestly, a lot of the growth of the people that have attended our her best life retreats. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at the exponential growth that they are having, whether it's personal or business, and it's just it. It, it sometimes you just need someone to give you permission to go for it.
2: Yeah. And I think you need people in those rooms. I think one of like my mantras and I know in her best life are mantras of lift as you climb. Like yes. I think when you have people in the room, like naturally it's our peer group, right? So sometimes we look up and we're like, oh, I hired the person that was like in my orbit for the role. And so if you don't have women at those tables, then a lot of times they don't they're not looking at the resume saying, Hey, we don't have a single woman at in in the bunch of applicants? Is there really not a, ta- not, no one who could be qualified for this? And I find that like by being in the room, we ask those questions mm. in a different way. And so I think this this pay and just position is important because then you look up and I think Sarah, you're saying like, not only are the outcomes for businesses significant financially, like documented as better when there's women in the executive leadership, it also creates a space for more women
0: to join that group at all ranks in an organization. So true. So true. So they help you actually put your foot forward saying "Yeah, you can do this. And then also you're going to do it for what you're worth. (laughs) And so meaning you are going to get paid for your value. You're going to get paid for what you're worth. And they push you to ensure that, which is why that that study, I, I... I'm not surprised by that at all um, because that's why um, that's what we've done for each other at times um, and making sure that each other's not taking, having others take advantage of them or our value that we bring um, and just how powerful it's been with our circle doing that. Um, number yeah. eight and. Julia, can I do, sorry, yes. before you do
2: number eight, I just want to flag women, uh, when women lead, Julia Bornstein just wrote a book on that documents all of that research. Mm. So if somebody's like, Hey, I want to get my hands on that study. She just wrote when women lead, what they achieve, why they succeed, what we can learn from them. And so she is a journalist. And so she documents tons and tons of amazing research about the success of businesses when women are in leadership. Oh, so it's
0: a really. I love uh, that. I'm when women lead, that. I'm adding it to the show notes right now. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Number eight um, is they amplify you and encourage you in your greatness. Uh, At times, they're your mentors, role models. At other times, they're the friend that you need, the one that you can uh, let your guard down. Uh, For me, oh my goodness, Um, you know when when you lead three hundred plus people, uh, you know, you do, you do need to, when you step into, when I step into the Empower Home Building, I'm the leader. Everything rises and falls on the leadership, which means I have to const- be thinking about all 300 amazing humans, right? Um, and that's my job is to serve them. Uh, and when I walk into the ranch with my circle of friends, I get to be a friend. I get to be me. I let my guard completely down to where I just get to be Sarah. And so um, there's something so special about that. And And honestly, I don't know where I would be if it weren't for our circle. Uh, on, in, I'm so glad we didn't have Uber at the ranch.
1: That's that's my thing. <laughs> Seriously,
0: <laughs> yeah, <Yes. laughs> true. I'd still be trying to figure out how to get out of it. If I, I didn't. know, that's where, <laughs> that's where I'd be. That's <laughs> stuck in Texas somewhere. Where <laughs> you go? Yeah. Uh, it, it's just been um, having those friendships, uh, being able to cry, being able to say you're scared, a safe place sometimes to say, "Hey, guys, I'm scared right now." Uh, and just so at times mentors, at times role models, and uh, that friend that you need, uh, they give credit to others um, many times instead of taking it on themselves because they see you as a full human, um, as a f- full human. So they see your greatness. They see your heart. I remember Carissa um, Acker uh, saying to me, you know, you you put on this sort of image or this when you're speaking of like this strong, fierce Female, um, and she's like, "You, sh- you show, you show us your heart," and oh, uh, and she's encouraged me to show my heart more. Um, and I think, well, what if I didn't have someone telling me that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what, like, what would, what, where would I be? How right? would you show up? So, yeah, how would I show how yeah. up? You show up. So, yeah, I love. I think.
2: I mean, this is so, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing, but I don't have it. Like, I think it's why the, the, our event, Her Best Life coming up, right, which is coming up in September in just a few, few months, which seems crazy because it's really designed. I think one of the legacies of, of our circle that I will forever, forever know will be imprinted in all of our lives is the circles that we've been able to just foster and then have been created out of that. So I literally today, like we, we were jumping on and I know the fierce, extraordinary women, one of our circles is, is actually getting on airplanes today to, uh to, actually come to get together in Colorado Springs. And Shelly Holtz posted this morning. I love it. She said, if your circle doesn't inspire you to become your best self, it's not a circle. It's a cage. Get women who are going to be part of your circle. Oh,
0: I have goosebumps. That is awesome. That is
1: awesome. you are closer today, baby. I love it. (laughs) Y'all go have an amazing retreat. We hope you'll have the best time. And y'all go get yourself a hype woman or 10. Get them in your life. If you don't have them, come join us at Her Best Life and go out there, most importantly, and build a big business and an even bigger life. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.